Yes, of course, it is the big story in business and finance today, but there are other things going on today. Let's talk about China and what they're doing uh, because it certainly has ramifications for Australia. Stephen Bartholomews is the senior business uh, columnist for Nine Newspapers. Welcome to you. You've been taking a close look at this uh, China outlook, if you like. China's just set a new growth target of, what, 5%. Can you put that in context? Is that modest or even less than modest? Good afternoon, Andy. It is definitely modest. If you think about where China has been in the past with near double-digit GDP growth rates, 5% is the lowest target rate they've set in 25 years. So, it, yes, it's decidedly a slowdown in not just their growth but their expectations of growth and their ambitions for growth. And I think that's quite significant change in the circumstances that China finds itself in. I would have thought by now, given China and their anticipation to kind of slingshot out of COVID, would have created a bit more optimism. I mean, what are they reading into the economy globally that we can't see? Yeah, I think that's a really good point, Andy, because the basis for comparison, so this 5% is compared with last year's 3%. Right? So, it's, so it is a very conservative um, target that they've set. And I think there are two things to that. One is uh, after a very disappointing year last year, they don't want to disappoint again, so they want a target that they can actually meet. But the other one is that China's economy isn't in um, particularly great shape. It's in transition. Um, where it's transitioning to is kind of interesting. <laughs> but uh, they have tried to shift away from that sort of mercantilist model, which depends on global trade and selling cheap manufactured goods for the rest of the world um, to more of a consumption-based model where essentially it's about consumer spending and internal investment. Uh, they've been trying to do that for a while, haven't been especially successful. They've got an economy which is over-leveraged at both the, you know, the Chinese government level but also more particularly the local government level, which is where most of um, their attempts to uh, stimulate and, and create investment um, lies. Um, they've got demographic challenges. The population's now shrinking. So there's a whole set, set of the long-term pressures and constraints on what they can do. And so I think that's partly why it's such an ambitious, un, unambitious um, target that they've set because they understand there's a whole bunch of things that are occurring in their economy which work against um, higher growth levels. Uh, talk to me about the intersection of the political class and private enterprise. What's Xi Jinping doing here? Um, he's doing what he's been doing for a while now, which is um, tightening his grasp on everything that occurs within China, including its economy. Um, so you would have seen that the National Congress, they ratified basically the appointment of his team, um, loyalists, into every senior position. There's an expectation that all the big institutions in China, so their central bank and um, state-owned banks and state-owned organisations, will have political appointees um, imposed. They've announced previously in the run-up to this National Congress that there are going to be Communist Party officials parachuted into um, all of the major private enterprises and all the major private enterprise associations. So what we're seeing is the party, and that means in today's environment, she is taking a, a, a much firmer grasp of all the um, 
aspects of business and, and, and economics in China. So the risk of being sort of myopic and, and only concerned about our own interests here, what are the ramifications for Australia if China only achieves 5%? Um, they're not disastrous because, remember, last year was, the growth rate was only 3% and we still sold a lot of iron ore and a lot of coal, not directly to China, but we sold a lot of coal in the markets that China um, used to buy from. Um, it, it just means that instead of iron ore prices, say, in $150 plus a tonne um, US, they're more likely to be around 80 or $90 a tonne US. Um, coal prices won't be, may not be quite as elevated as they've been over the last 12 months or so. So it's more of a, a foregone income um, situation rather than a absolute loss of income. Um, but certainly, we would prefer, obviously, higher investment in infrastructure and more stimulus, if you like, in China. And that target of 5% tells you they're reluctant to go down that path again. Um, previous stimulus, stimulus efforts, both in relation to the pandemic, but more particularly back in 2008 in relation to the global financial crisis, have seen a lot of wasteful spending. And I think they're, that's why they're a bit wary about trying to repeat the dose um, and of course, they're also wary about the debt levels in the economy. So that kind of that, that kind of stimulus would have been very helpful to our iron ore miners and our economy. And um, we're not certainly is nothing written into the plan for this year that envisages large scale stimulus. Yeah, this modest 5% growth outlook certainly will uh, launch a lot of column inches for analysts uh, the, over the next few weeks and months. Stephen Bartholomews is the senior business columnist with Nine Newspapers. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Thanks, Andy. Getting in touch with ABC RN is easy. Join the conversation live using the ABC Listen app's call and text features.